Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of our Veterans Stories right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest here today is Nicole Gebhardt, <laughs> a mother of six, uh, brave enough to admit that she lost a child, brave enough to admit that she suffered from alcoholism. She is uh, a veteran's spouse, so she is constantly on the move, constantly having to make new friends, kids in new schools. She knows what it's like to be on the front lines of being a, a military spouse. And we forget about that. You know, we celebrate all the people that are out there in the world serving our country. But what about the wives and the children? They're serving as well. They're sacrificing for us as well. There's not enough said about them. There's not enough said about the difficulties and the challenges that they have to go through and that very often they are the uh, the warriors on their own front because they haven't got the spouse to turn to so they're carrying it all themselves and that should not be we have an awful lot to talk about today but she's the ceo and founder of the spiritual lighthouse healing and guidance the best teachers are those that have gone through the pain they understand but they also know what got them out of it and they know what to share today she's a graduate from the university of alabama um alabama has an ms degree in in uh, human development and family studies with the emphasis in child life. Um, her degree in business communications from Florida State University. Additionally, she is a CCLS certified life specialist and sacred um, UC Reiki master, holy fire, Karuna and Reiki master. My goodness, I don't know how she has time. Really, where do you have time? You have six kids, you're always on the move, you're, you're wearing all of the hats. Where do you have time to go get I am a degrees? firm believer, if it's something that you want, you make time for it. If it's something you're passionate about, you can find the time for it. I'm firm believer with that. Yeah, yes. And it really comes down into the attitude, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you know, I'm a I love turning every possible negative into a positive. It makes life so much more fun, so much more enjoyable to be positive and happy. It does. And also to not look at the negatives all the time as, as doomsday. You know, if there's right. a negative, maybe it's for you to find the positive in it. Maybe right. the negative is there for a reason. It's telling you you're going down the wrong road or you're doing the mm -hmm. wrong thing. It's not serving you. So, right. you know, it's not like, ah, negative. I'm going to be la, 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 positive. Mm -hmm. It's addressing the negative. Why is it there? And how can I find my positivity? Right. And I feel very blessed that I have found that, you know, I've been through quite a bit in my life. Um, I was molested as a little girl. I was raped in college my freshman year at Florida State. I lost my first son. I walked in on him when he was he was dead in his crib. Um, I've had multiple miscarriages, abused my first marriage, divorce alcoholism, 16 months sober today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I, I, I'm a firm believer and I know that a lot of people question this, but I know that I experienced all of that so I can be the woman that I am today. So I can be that woman to help so many others, to show them that you can go through anything and you, 
you can get through it. You never get over it. You never get over no. losing a child, but you absolutely can get through it and get to the other side. So that is what I feel like my life passion I'm here to do is to just help so many others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you've been on Facebook, you know, opening Metilink. Look, I'm struggling. You know, like the, the, oh, yeah. the bottle is calling me, but I'm not going to go there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm struggling. And people don't understand how much strength and courage that takes to admit you're struggling because so many people feel shamed in the struggling. And right. I've got to hide it. I've got to toughen it up, you know, as the British say, suck it up, you know, <laughs> uh, think of England, you know, and it's, no, this is what suppresses the immune system. This is what adds pressure to the depression. This is what kind of cripples us. And we need to talk about it, not in any right. form or light of shame or blame, but a fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is you lost your child. You've been through numerous things in life that nobody should go through. Mm -hmm. Alcoholism became a, um, a crutch for you for a while until right. you realized, no, this is not serving me. It was the negative. Right. right. There, there's been three really big times in my life where drinking was how I coped with it. Mm. The first one was when I lost my son. Um, and the second one, my husband deploys frequently and he was on a deployment and it was just too much. I had all these babies running around. And yeah. I was all by myself while he's just far, far away from me. And the third time it was actually October 15th of 2019. I fell down two flights of stairs. My husband found me at the bottom. All my children were home. It was infant loss and miscarriage awareness day. Mm. And uh, you know, I was barely breathing. I was unresponsive, got me to the hospital. Even the doctors didn't know I would make it. And then after a week in ICU, I came out and I made it. And I knew then things had to change. Yes. My children didn't deserve me to be an alcoholic. My husband didn't deserve me. My friends didn't deserve that. They deserved so much more. And that's, and I haven't had a sip since. And it's just been such a God sense. And life is so much different now. It's so much more beautiful. It's so much more enjoyable. And I've actually been able this last year to properly grieve my son because I was drinking for years, you know, yes. and I now have been able to really, and it's not easy. It does not no. make it easy, no. but it makes it more easier to deal with more, yes. more real without just like, Oh, I'm just going to drink away the pain that doesn't really do anything. And I'd like to tell people, especially, you know, military wives and with the pandemic, there's been a lot of alcohol. You know, I was talking mm -hmm. to a friend the other day and depression is up. Suicide is up. Yes. Drinking is up. All of that. And I can see how it's so hard. There's so many things going on right now. But if I can tell people one thing, life is so much more beautiful when you're sober. It truly is. And it's not easy. It's not easy. I talked about that this week to my friends. It's not easy, but my son doesn't want to see me down here drinking no. away. He wants me to be that good mom. He wants me to be, be there for my children. So that's, that's what I'm doing. And I'm yeah. so grateful to be doing it. And, you know, they called that the cosmic two by four. You know, mm -hmm. we get signs all along the line. You know, you shouldn't. And yeah, yeah, just one last drink. You know, uh, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you find your hand with the drink. Right. right? You know, it, and it's mm -hmm. whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's an addiction of any kind. Mm -hmm. You know, that addictive nature is trying to suppress something and deal with something in a different light. And it right. does work. But, you know, we get all of those signs. And then one day it's like, okay, bam. There's the cosmic two by four mm -hmm. flights of stairs. Right? Yeah. I see you. Do you get the message now? I finally got it. Yes. <laughs> it, it took me a hot minute, but I got it. <laughs> but that's what sometimes it takes. You know, it it does. Takes, I, I but, think it does hit the rock bottom. I think yeah. you, some people need to be. I know in my case, that's what it was. 
and you were probably kind of always with the dialogue, I can cope, I can cope. No, this is okay. I've got it mm-hmm. under control. Just one more little sip. Just yeah. one more. Yeah. Daddy's working, you know, just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And then six kids running around and we know, you know, how demanding they can be. They're 24 seven. You know, so, yeah, you know, and the whole thing is, it's not like nine to five, I can go home and have time to myself. No, and it's, right, no. if the hubby is away or whatever mm-hmm. military spouse is away, you are on your own. It's not like waiting till daddy gets home. Right. But <laughs> yeah. being sober and being clean, I did learn the importance of self-care. It is so important. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a 10 minute bath. Yes. I'll get in. Just to have 10 minutes with up children, like at the little door, or now even our dog, Goose. It's just, it's so important to take care of yourself. Even if I have to, we live across from the beach, hop over to the beach, watch the sunset. It's a good grounding time for me to leave all the children for just a few minutes. And just, even if it's just a minute, it's so important to find that time for yourself. Because that's what makes you to be a better mother, a better yeah. wife, a better friend. Because you're better, you know, and you feel better. Yes, that is 100% key. And again, as, as women, you know, it's almost we're taught to be sacrificial, mm-hmm. you know, we're the servant. And mm-hmm. no, we're not. You know, we are abundant in our capabilities. We're super abundant in our love. And right. we are inclined to give more than we have to give more than yes. we replenish in ourselves. Right. And where does that serve anyone if you're depleted? Oh, I, can, I agree with you. And even like being a military spouse, it makes it even harder. Yeah. You know, our family moves every 18 months. We've moved oh, like five times in the last seven, like incredibly a yeah. lot of times. And you're starting over. There's new schools, new friends, new doctors, new dentists, new restaurants, new everything. And we're just used to that as being military. You just go, you know, it's hard to keep down a career. It's hard to maintain anything because you're just constantly on the move and starting over. But that's one of the big things I've noticed too. Military spouses, we need it so much. We need some of that time. We need to be able to put ourselves first sometimes. And we rarely do it, rarely. But it's very important to realize that. Yes. And, you know, it's not just like you're dealing with the new, the kids are too. They've made friends and Mm -hmm. you've got to uproot your friends again. Mm -hmm. You've got to move again. There's a brilliant book here, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. (laughs) I don't know if you've read it, have you? I have not read that. Oh, this is a must. And the beautiful thing is there is an exquisite illustration book of Who Moved My Cheese for Children that is absolutely gorgeous. And it's it's about change. It's about being able to move forward. And it's about two mice and two men around abundant of cheese. And then one day the cheese is gone and it's the different reactions. And we have four key personality traits and each one of those traits is going to react in a different way you have six kids you have yourself you may okay here we go again roll up the sleeves and maybe some of your kids are like that but you may have a personality trait in one of your kids and I don't want to go again I don't Mm -hmm. want this disruption Mm -hmm. so you're not only dealing with the disruption yourself you're now dealing with the child who's going through this who doesn't want it so it's not just you yourself dealing with what you have to deal with you've also got to deal with all Correct. of those six kids as well. Correct. Yeah. Puppy's away. He's not getting right. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get to the new location. We just came from DC. DC. Excuse me. We were stationed at the Pentagon, and then we come here, and then all of a sudden, he's got his. You know, he goes straight to work, and he travels quite a bit with his position here. So it's just. I got to hold down the fort no matter yeah. what. Doesn't matter if he's home or not. I have to do it. I've got all these babies that depend on me. Yeah. You know, and it is tough. They they have to make all new friends, and I'm. You know, it's friends are everything true friendship is just everything you know and I've noticed too if, if I let it come out of our mouth that we're air force 
very quickly people turn around. They don't want to know that, oh, she she's going to leave in a couple of years. I don't want to invest in this. Yeah. Friendship. And it's tough. Yeah. And I can't even think of, I wasn't a military child. So we, you know, I was born and raised in the same place. My children aren't like that. They, they, they need the friendships. They yes. need that. Yeah. So it, yeah. And, you know, I suppose the, there is the thing like the internet, which COVID has brought awareness to many people that you can maintain friendships by Zoom and things, but it's not quite oh, yeah. the same, but it's, it's still same. a way of kind of keeping friends. And when they're old enough, they can actually physically go and Definitely. see each other. Right. So yeah. Yeah. it's, it's a hook in, but it's not the whole picture, but right. uh, you know, you're juggling all the balls and and it's really difficult to do because on a daily basis you know the sick kids uh, six kids the dog you know um when the spouse comes home your own self your business and we are super women yes i'm sorry men we're super we can multitask we can do many things we can yeah. juggle it all at the same time but mm -hmm. there's a cost to it Absolutely. and if we don't take care of ourselves we're going to pay that big cost that's so true. So very true. It's, it's very important. Like I said, whether it's, you know, I don't drink anymore. So some of the things that help me not drink is a Shirley Temple. And Jeff, my husband knows if I've pounded a couple of Shirley Temples, I needed a drink. Mama needs a break. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is taking a bath or just something. Like I said, it doesn't have to be this huge thing, but yeah. taking care of yourself. And it feels so amazing to just get your hair done or just something yes. like that. It doesn't have to be this big thing, just something where it's a few minutes for you to just refocus and just catch up with everything that's going on around you you know there's the old adage saying oxygenate yourself on the plane <laughs> yeah. right you know there's no point if you're dead because you've got no air how can you put the mask on anyone right. else so uh we forget that as mothers because mm -hmm. what we see in front of us is a situation that needs to be dealt with you know mm -hmm. it's it's lunch time it's dinner time it's mm -hmm. uh, game time it's uh homework time it's this time mm -hmm. i've got to take this one to this and this one to that and it's like where do you find the time but this is where it comes into where you have to then turn around to your kids look at the various ages delegate chores and right. duties to them and say you we are all in this family you're all going to participate Mm -hmm. And everybody's going to be there for each other. And when mum's got the Shirley Temple and I need a break, oh, me alone. alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. And they all know it because they're all old enough now to see, okay, we probably want to back away right now. Mom needs a break. Yes, yes. And yeah. you know, to respect that. Mm -hmm. To respect that, it's like, well, what's wrong with you, mom? You know, the worst thing you can do is, is it menopause or, you know, it's <laughs> that time of month and it's like whack, you know, with that. Uh, it can be every time of the month if you have that attitude, right? Yeah. Um, we're really blessed that we've got just amazing good kids. I've taught them very young, kind of like I was. You play outside and ride your bike until yeah. it's dinner time and you ring yeah. the bell, you know? Yes. My kids love being outside and they're, uh, it's amazing. They're all best friends. You know, mm. we blended, my husband had three children and then I had two and was pregnant actually with Harper, my last one. We, we, our first date was New Year's Eve. We were engaged by that February and we were married by that June and we just knew it. And yes. the children just immediately, they were all so little. That's all they've known. My husband ended up adopting my kids as well. And so they're just these beautiful best friends and they just love to be with each other. And that's another thing when we move so often, they've always got a best yeah. friend. They've got someone and it's, it's a beautiful, it's yeah. half a basketball team, but it, we make it happen, you know? There's the Lachelle Atkins, America's super mom. She has 15 kids, 13 she birthed herself, right? And, you know, she's out there doing this and doing that. And, and she's just, you know, like, and she's so calm. You know, everything about mm -hmm. her is so calm about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what, um, 
I dated someone who was divorced that had nine kids. And when we took out, you know, I had three kids and it was always gentle, you know, be nice to each other. Um, but with the nine kids, as you said, they're already a friendship there. They were oh, just, yeah. they were already looking out for each other. They already knew what they liked to do with each other. And, and so they, they just were self-sustainable. So that mm -hmm. is one of the godsends of being on the move all the time. As you said, they're taking their friendship with them. Mm -hmm. right? And yes. it's, you know, when they get into the teenage years, yes, they need their peers right so that's mm -hmm. a different type of thing but again online if they need to right. <laughs> on the phone if they need to yeah. you know uh, and there is a way of always getting together um but i think a lot of people do go wrong in not including their kids mm -hmm. in in responsibilities mm -hmm. and understanding that mom is human and mom needs time Mm -hmm. You know, with my kids, when I would get mad, I would say, say but when I went silent, that's when they got scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's silent. She's finished. Something on. We <laughs> haven't listened. What's going to happen next? You know, yeah. and, and they get those keys, you know, the Shirley Temple or whatever mm -hmm. it is. They get mm -hmm. those keys. And if they honor that, that means they're going to honor themselves and the time they need in their lives, that space which is so very true. for them to carry forward in life. Right. And it's just the little things, feeding the dog, emptying yeah. the dishwasher, taking the trash out, just a few little things that they can take off my plate. Yeah. But it also teaches them the importance of helping out and being there for each other. Yes, exactly. Um, not enough is done. It used to always be, right? You know, we, we, we all had to pitch in. We all had to do something. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of be, became this thing is that we've got to do everything for our kids. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, well, where did they learn to fish? Where did they mm -hmm. learn to take care of themselves? Yeah. Um, and as you said, your kids are outside playing. Mm -hmm. And when today, you know, you just see kids walking around, you know, in the template. Yes. And it's like, play in the mud, you know, be creative, right? you know, uh, play things that are, that are, are, are wonderful, that use your imagination that, mm -hmm. you know, can just take you out there. If you don't, dabble into the creativity yourself and be imaginative you are killing those creative cells in your body Unfortunately, so true. the phone and everything else that they're constantly on is dumbing them down it because is and if you think about social creativity yeah right and if you think about social media if you're even as an adult if you're constantly on that you know it's not real all the time yeah this is not just the best marriage where they never argue and they're <laughs> always happy and they're always on this date and they're doing this they're wearing the best clothes that's not real no. and i don't want my children to think that that's real one thing i definitely pride myself me and my husband we always tell them the truth there is no reason to lie there's yeah. nothing in life that is perfect now somebody tells you that they're lying there's no such thing as perfection and i want children to see i want them to be real i want them to enjoy real life not just get all caught up yeah. in social media and say that's why when I do my, when I do my talks, I want people to see I've lost a child. Mm -hmm. I have healed from it, but you don't ever forget it. No, it's never going to just go away. I want people to see that it's still painful to think about that. I want them to see that my life isn't just rainbows and butterflies because I finally found myself. I still have hard days yes. and I will. And that's okay. That's yes. okay. Yes. How do we deal with those hard days? Number one, nurture yourself self-care self-care whatever you need today to get mm -hmm. through that day and self-love has to come first yes, yes this yes, is yes. the time you call on friends or anyone else and say take the kids i mm -hmm. need this time for mm -hmm. me 
I need to pour that love into me. I need to have that, those tears. I need to feel a little sorrow so I can spend that emotion right. and, and move on. And this, it, one of the things that we've got to learn to do is ask other people to step in and help us. Yes. You know, we've talked about this, but it's like we get trained in our brain. We have to do it all on our mm -hmm. stuff, all on our own, all on our stuff. You know, being military, that sucks because if your husband's yes. deployed, I, mean, I need help. But I will tell you, it took me a hot, a long time to realize that. And as soon as I did, I became so much happier because yeah. your true friends, they want to help you. Yeah. I want to help my friends and they want to help you. So you just have to be, you have to come to that point where you need help. And I promise you, it's so worth it in the end. And mm -hmm. all your relationships and your friendships grow even deeper. And you know, okay, here comes the next support. I know I can call Susie, Joe, and you know, whoever it is, and you, you know, you just know those people. Yes. Um, um, I have three kids and my girlfriend had three kids. And so we, we would go off and do things together with our kids and like we would mm -hmm. take them off to the fairground and we would hire a babysitter to look after that age group where we could look after this age group so you love know that. everybody was being dragged around that. um i would have the kids for a weekend she would have the kids for a weekend giving each other a respite and you know this is the thing we're a global village we're only as strong as we are supportive of each other so true. and it is do not as you said this facade uh, um, there was a, a friend my mum had where her hair was never out of place and uh, nothing was ever out of place. So, you know, if you moved one thing out of place at the lunch table, it would be a freak out. And she was, um, they were going to a party one day, her husband had bought her a brand new car and she said, I don't know what to wear. And he said, you've got a lot of things in your wardrobe. Wear one of those. She very quietly went and got into the car, backed it up and drove it into the house. Oh <laughs> and she was one of those women so wound up in the perfection in the facade mm -hmm. of perfection mm -hmm. that bing, that spring just completely went mm -hmm. you know you talk about perfection there is no such thing as perfection but we have to understand we are perfect in our imperfections so true so true that makes me just yes that is so true and we all you know that's unique right and that mm. that's what other people need they need to see that that there's realness and it's not perfection yeah. and that's how you relate to other people it's such a beautiful thing when you can just keep it real and keep it honest yes i mean no apologies i mm -hmm. am what i am as popeye uh -huh. says <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so true. If, if i'm doing a live on facebook or something and my dog jumps in or a baby starts yeah. crying that's real life yes. that's real life exactly exactly you know i'm doing these shows and i had a beautiful one yesterday but unfortunately she was in montana and very often i would get the crazy, oh, no. yeah? and, and <laughs> what we have to do is just own it own it right you know, we're right. not in charge of the internet. It's an energy all onto its own. And if it's playing up today, we have no power over that. So, so why get your knickers in a twist over it? You know, take a it. breath, take a breath. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> so this lighthouse program of yours that you started, um, you know, the spiritual lighthouse and healing and guidance obviously has come a great deal from not only what you knew you needed, um, mm -hmm. but also as I said, the best teachers are those that have gone through the process because you've learned what works for you. Mm -hmm. You've learned what attitude you need to be in, what gratitude you need to be in. Mm -hmm. You found your strength, you found your courage, and now you know what you can put together that can help other people on their struggle of life, right? So right. that makes the best teachers are those that have mm -hmm. gone through the process. Mm -hmm. Is this in your case, everything that you've accumulated that worked for you that you are now passing on? It is, it is. It's, it's, um, 
like I shared at the beginning of this, it's, it's been a journey for me. I've been through quite a bit and I wouldn't change that. And so I want, especially women <laughs> to see that they are enough. They mm. are enough. Mm -hmm. And it's something I've struggled with my entire life wondering, do I deserve to be happy? Do I deserve to work through losing a child? Do I deserve to work through a rape I experienced? Absolutely I do, yes. but it's taken me a long time. And another thing is being grateful, mm. being grateful for the good things in your life. Every day when I wake up, I list 15 things in my mind. I'm grateful for my marriage, what, you know, 15 things, mm. my marriage, my children. And it, starting your day off like that yes. is a, it is so beautiful and it affects the rest of your day in the best way possible. And I want to encourage women to do that. So as you pass a mirror, say, I love you, Nicole. Yes. You're beautiful. It's that's such a big thing to do. And it will just make you so much happier, so much happier in your life. Even when you go through those darkest moments, you know, you just, you should cling to what you're grateful for. Cause once you get over what, you know, life is a, life's a journey, not a destination. Mm. You're always living life. You're always going to the next thing, to the next thing. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to take a breath, sit back and look look at this, look what you've been able to work through. Look at it. You know, it's, it's such a gift to be able to do that. And yes. I want women to see what a gift it is and that they deserve to be loved and they, they are enough, like I said, and that they're beautiful from the inside out. I want to teach women that because it's just, we're so hard on ourselves. Mm. We're the worst critics. Think about how hard you are. I don't look pretty enough. I don't have the right makeup. I don't have the right clothes. My children do. No, that's not what life's about. That's just not it. No. Comparison and competition are killers. It's killers. And we've been taught, you know, that um, you have to measure yourself up between A, B, and C. The society's expectation of this measures your, your success in life. A whole load of cods wallop. Right. That's so true. Absolutely. Uh, I, had, I had a company for a brief while called The Importance of You, which is not self-importance. Self-importance is bordering narcissism, where oh, yes. it is about you above anyone else and that the uh -huh. sacrifice in anyone else. Uh -uh. But the importance of you is your cup needs to be full so it can runneth over. So true. So true. The more love and gratitude you have in your heart, the more you're going to exude that vibrationally out to everyone else. Right. You know, I pray every single day. As I talk about the things I've been through, losing my son, Samuel, my rape, being abused in my first marriage, if it helps one person, yes, one person, then it was worth it. Yes. I could care less about myself. You know what I mean with that? Yes. If it helps one person that I'm sharing my heart, my alcoholism, attempting, trying to attempt suicide several times, if it helps one person, then it's worth it to me. I could care less if I'm ever famous for this or right. my company does this or my book. Does, that's not what it's about. No. No. It's about being there for each other. And it is sure as heck, not a competition. I have no clue why women try to compete with each other. Why? <laughs> what is the yeah. purpose of that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are we not rooting each other on? Being <clears throat> the biggest cheerleader. Exactly. I don't get that one. <laughs> no, I don't either. And it's, um, you should do this and you should do that. You know, instead you can rephrase it. Have you ever thought of doing this? Right. Right. education. But society's so bad at it. But you, you know? should do this and you should right. do this. It's a dictation. 
Yeah. We, it makes me laugh when I think about, <laughs> they say, okay, don't wear white during the winter. Don't wear this yeah. color. Don't two and a half kids. You just have two and a half kids. All the stuff that society puts on our shoulders. Half a kid. Unreal. Which <laughs> half are you meant to have? Or what is it speed up? You know? <laughs> what is that? What's that I don't know. We should all have blonde hair and be right. you know, six feet tall and this skinny. Why? I like yeah. my chocolate. I like my burgers and I'm happy. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, I went to doing, um, I've been doing this for nine years. So the first six years was just the audio. And then three years ago, I went to doing the video as well. And at first I got talked into it. And at first I heard my voice say, yeah, but who wants to look at this old broad with gray hair? My other voice came in and said, it's not about how you look, it's about the content. And if they can't hear the content because of the looks, they're not ready for the information. So true. Right. So true. Somebody's going to sit here and focus on what color my hair is or what color shirt yeah. I'm wearing. No, they shouldn't. Nope. No, they should be listening. They're not ready. No. no. And, and the thing is, is when you are on that resonant of vibration, of love, of kindness, of consideration, of compassion, when you're in that vibration, it transcends anything else it's what people feel from you first before they yeah. even see you so that mm -hmm. is where the beauty is it's the inside yeah. out not this exterior package right i i noticed once i stopped drinking and like i stopped wallowing in my pain you know mm -hmm. all the things i've been through and just wanted to remain in bed and not you know get ready for the day and just be miserable really as soon as i turned that and I became happy and I worked through it and I got sober and I got clean. Did you know the amount of friends I had was so much more? The yes. positive things in life were so much better. We were finally able to buy a home. All this different stuff. It's like a trickle effect. Yes. As soon as you start being happy and positive and turn your frown upside down, so much life becomes so much more beautiful. And all these positive things start to happen to you. It's such a, it's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, our emotions are an indication of what we're going through at the time. What's happening to us, our reaction to it. So I always say, tap into your emotions, but don't become emotional about them. Mm -hmm. And where we get stuck is we get stuck on the fact, I'm the victim. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, somebody took advantage of me. I lost my child. I'm the victim. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is one of the journeys that you had to go through to discover your strength, to discover your mm -hmm. courage, to discover mm -hmm. what gift it was. And because out of anything that happens to us, and I'm a subject of, of rape as well, I've had miscarriages, um, fortunately, never a child die in my arms. So I'm blessed that way. But I'm, I've gone through my own shoot in life as well. <laughs> and my, I realized my own self-persecution for allowing it to happen or for being the victim in the first place or not feeling enough was my own judgment on oh, yeah. me. And mm -hmm. I would allow that judgment to become a chorus with everyone else around me. Mm -hmm. Right? When you change yeah. your tune, and you change what you're saying to yourself, you change mm -hmm. that whole frequency and vibration, other people are going to rise up to that vibration and treat you That's on true. that frequency. So true. As soon as I looked at everything, instead of like, I'm such a victim, I'm such a victim. I'm yeah. the one that should have died. I'm the one, yeah. you know, da, 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 da. I need a drink. I, life became so much more beautiful, you know, and as soon as I started worrying, wording it, that I'm the, I'm a warrior yes, instead of a victim, right. I'm a survivor mm -hmm. instead of a victim. That's, that's where you find happiness. That's when you say, oh my gosh, I made it through that. Yes. I made it through losing a child in my arms. Mm. I, I can do anything now. I can really do anything. And, and, you know, that was your first child, right? It was. 
So all the children you've had since then that you hold in your arms, you look at them differently. It's a so different, different. It's a different vibration. So it's different. a different frequency. It is that gratitude and never taking for granted. Oh no! Uh, it, it even goes to when I when Samuel died, my son. I only had maybe ten pictures. Mm. Maybe that was it. My kids, I, I'm crazy though. Yeah. I take at least three <laughs> pictures a day now. I want to get everything. If God forbid, I've seen that you're not promised tomorrow. If something happens, I want to have. I want to have everything with photography. My kids are like, okay, okay, mommy. Okay, mommy. Just another picture. But I have everything. If I, I ever know. question anything, if my memory ever goes away. Yes. I no, have I, it all there. Right down here, I've got two rows of photo albums because that's what we used to have, folks. Photo albums. Yes. Before we went digital. And, <laughs> you know, now I kind of take pictures and make digital books for people. Oh, I and, love that. Uh, and I'm constantly, that's one thing I do love about the social media is that, you know, that everyday too. memories come up and from something from the past that you've posted and you can repost it. And, you know, yeah. I've got a, a daughter that um, any day now is going oh, to have our first so grandson, you. you know. Yay! Yes. It's fast of grandma. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm this gray hair's got to have a reason behind <laughs> it. <laughs> so, you know, we're literally on the countdown right now. Love and it's it. like, that's you know, and, it, and it's, um, I was, um, I had a neutropic pregnancy way, way back and I lost my ovary and ov my, my tube and they told me I would never have kids. There was too much damage. And I proceeded to have four conceptions and three children after that. So wow. people, of, you know, along the way, you can't do this. You can't, it will never yeah. happen. That's yeah. not going to happen. I knew I was going to be a mother and going to birth children. And I went right. and planned them. Mm -hmm. planned each and every one of them with one tube one ovary i have three kids mm -hmm. so that's amazing you don't, yeah, give, I think up. About you don't that. give in you know no 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 as scared as i was after i lost samuel and as scared as my rainbow baby lily and grace the one after him how hard that was because i was so fearful something's gonna happen it didn't stop me i knew i wanted babies i knew i wanted babies when i was a little girl yes. that was just such a dream of mine to yeah. be a mom yeah and i didn't too. come from a big family but it was just i wanted a big one and, and god provided that for me yeah. even after i lost a child and had two miscarriages as well but it wasn't going to stop me i knew what i wanted and it didn't matter what anyone said yes. i was going to make it happen yeah exactly when the will is there the way will right. be and even That's if it true. ends up being you physically through hysterectomy or whatever the case can't have a child there is a child out there that needs so you you know if we see it with 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 animals with pets um mm -hmm. every time i've um got a pet that pet's chosen me we, we mm -hmm. you know the everybody's patting this one and that one will come from the back and just climb into me i'm yours Right? Mm -hmm. it's the same for a child that somebody gave birth to and cannot for some reason Mm -hmm. bring up that child's vibration is waiting for you so whether mm -hmm. you can physically happen or you're just meant to mother another child it, there's always a way don't get stuck in the what you can't do there is always an option to what you can do so true like you just said where there's a will there's a way yeah and any as women we can make it happen oh there's a will yeah. there's a way yeah i mean that's the multitasking you know that way oh, yeah. work what i lost you uh -oh. ah, there we go got you back oh. good um that that's the whole thing i think is the attitude isn't it you know that the younger person the youngest person i interviewed was a 10 year old who wrote a book 365 days of gratitude with a positive attitude and it was just simply every day i'm very grateful for this i'm very grateful for that mm -hmm. and i was expecting to kind of 
changed the way I would do the interview. And I was blown away by just the simplicity. You know, one of the statements was, it's like, but I don't understand. If doing that makes you unhappy, why do you keep doing it? Go and do something that makes you glad. And it's like, uh -huh. why as, as adults, oh, I hate my job, but I'm going back again tomorrow. I, you know, I'm so unhappy in my marriage, but I'm going to stay. Oh, I don't like the way I feel, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Hello? <laughs> right? That's what the universe is about. You yes. can. Yes. You can change it. Yes. And if that situation is not fixable, then go to the next because there's yes. always a next. We live in a yes. big world. We are, it's full of choices, full of, full of opportunities. And that's what, why stay in a situation that doesn't make you happy? That makes no sense to me. None. None whatsoever. Because your misery now begets, uh, you know, misery loves company. It, it brings another miserable people. And then mm -hmm. also positive people don't want to be around you because you're miserable all the time. Right. And that's what, there's the beauty of affirmations. Affirmations are a beautiful thing. You know, I sometimes write down some things that, okay, what are some things that are kind of pulling me down making me feel like I'm not good enough or I'm not, not deserving. And then you can turn that into a positive. Okay. Well, I'm not loving where we're stationed right now, but at least we're here, we're near the beach. And in a few months, we'll end up somewhere new, you know, and, and you're it's a together. New opportunity. And you're yes, together. We're together. Yes. We're together. Yes. And we have a very solid marriage. That's not there's a lot of people that don't. I'm very blessed to be married to my best friend. And that's a positive thing. We're not perfect. We still argue. We're married. Yes. But <laughs> I still love them. I love yeah. them so much. And that, that's important. That's important to be seen praises as something like that. You know, they, they also say that with children, never fight in front of your children. And to a point, yes. But at the mm -hmm. same time, you know, it, uh, it got to be in my marriage. I mean, my husband was a browbeater. And so he would say things that were derogatory of this or that. Uh, it didn't matter if I retreated from him, he would follow. He was the piranha. And it was my kids that would stand up and go, no, no, this isn't mm -hmm. going to happen anymore. It was my mm -hmm. kids that said, you're going to divorce. I'm tired of you being unhappy. Mm -hmm. I'm here because I wait for your kids to finish school. And my youngest at that point, the one that's pregnant, said, forget about that. We're mm -hmm. ready now. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? I your believe misery, that. Your misery and the arguments are pulling us down. Right. And that also, that also states, it shows that your children are always watching you. Exactly. They're always watching. They're always watching. It doesn't matter what you want to hide. They know. They know. They know. Yeah. They know. <laughs> yeah. And the problem I've... is, depending on the age, they will take it on as their fault. I must be right. doing something wrong. So this conversation with your children you know mom and dad are going through a hard time right now you know um whatever we're going through has no effect on you children well it has an effect on the children but it's no fault of your children and this right. this whole thing of like don't don't in, you know include the children we need to at a point be open and honest with them oh yeah they know something's going on right right and well, you yeah. need to sport, speak you know obviously engaging on their age but let's have some respect for their own intellect. I agree with that. You know, when I think about like Samuel, his angel date, the day he passed away is coming up soon. It's March 2nd. My kids have seen me crying. They've seen that I'm emotional. They, but if I just, 
one thing that I do with my children is I talk about Samuel every single day. Mm -hmm. I talk that they have a brother. They know they have a brother. If we see a red cardinal, that's Samuel. If we mm -hmm. see a blue butterfly, that's Samuel. I have a table in our house with all his newborn pictures on it and gifts I was given at his funeral. And I want them to know that they have a brother. And I want them to know that it's tough on mommy. Yes. If, if I kept that a secret, they would not know while I'm sitting around right. crying or why I need to have a special conversation with daddy or why I need to go to his gravesite that, you know, that, or why I need to leave the house. They wouldn't know that. And I want them to see that life is tough. And if you lose a child, that's about the toughest thing you yes. can go through. Yeah. And um, I want them to see that it's, it's, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be emotional about that. Very, very important for them to do that because that's permission for them to have emotions themselves. Um, right. A friend of, of mine um, and one of my son's good friends at 13 just died in his sleep and nobody knew why. It ended up later, the, the, her mother telling her that she lost children that way and they never understood why. He was perfectly healthy, nothing wrong. He just didn't wake up. Unfortunately, she went down the spiral. She, she got cancer. She ended up divorcing. All it was, was was her child, that child, Carl. She had two other children and they felt neglected because it was all about the child that had passed and not about the children that are still there. Mm -hmm. and they had lost a brother as well. Mm -hmm. And nobody was taking into consideration that. And they were also feeling, well, you know, Carl was, is up there he, and he was a wonderful child. He was the one at uh, school break would call his parents to find out how their day is going. You know, oh. One of those souls. And, you know, my, my son loved him. He was such a great kid. Um, but it, they felt left out. A, of the grieving process, and B, they felt not enough. Um, mm -hmm. By you talking to your ch children about Samuel who died, it's not, I love him more than you. It's, Correct. It's that I still love him just because he's gone. I still love him and always will, and you can love him too. Yes, yes, yes. We talk about, it's really neat. He was born on December 22nd and we talk about what would he want for Christmas this year and what would his favorite color be? And, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. I want him to be incorporated part of our life forever because what if one of my children loses a child? Mm. I want them to see mommy did and mm -hmm. she's okay. Yes. She's stronger because of it. She's a better mommy because of it. She's a better person. She's more, I'm so engaged with my children. I don't even like for them to go to their grandmothers. I want to be with my children every <laughs> single day because they're just, they're just my world. However, I will say there's also an importance to marriage and you don't need, you need, you need your space from your children. Sometimes yes. my husband and I, we make sure to go on a date every other weekend and we don't even talk about the kids. We don't mm -hmm. talk about our jobs. We talk about our life. Yeah. what we're doing, why we're happy, what's going on in our life. And it's very important too, that you separate some of that sometimes and you invest, you work in your marriage, not just on your marriage. Yes. So I want my kids to see that too. Another thing they're watching, they're listening. Mm -hmm. So when they get older, I hope they do the same. You know, I didn't learn that in my first marriage. Right. Well, I'm going to make that mistake again. So I want to teach them what a beautiful marriage can be about. Yeah. And that's the very, very important thing. And um, uh, you know, uh, in my divorce, it was, um, look, you know, they knew exactly why we had to part, you know, and, and mm -hmm. even my kids say, yeah, I just don't know how you even got together in the first place. And I said, mm -hmm. to have you children. It, oh. it, it was, he was chosen to, was be, to be your father. And my children mm -hmm. are half Chinese and they're three beautiful, wonderful children. I'm very, very, very blessed to have them. They're all in mm -hmm. their 30s now. Mm -hmm. First grandkind came in because that's you know, slow on the mark to give me grandkids. But, you know, <laughs> hopefully
hopefully that will gather. Um, and the, the beauty of it is, is they have their own relationship with their own father now, because I've right. said your relationship with him is your choice. Right. So nothing to do with me. Right. right. Whatever yes. my relationship with him was, was spousal. Your relationship is father and child and what right. relationship you have with them is what you make out of it. Mm -hmm. And so there was that way, you know, your father this or your mother that, it, you know, it was, and we both walked our daughter down the aisle together. Oh, and that's beautiful. So, you know, we're not buddies or anything. We see each other mm -hmm. at events and we can have, right. some, it's been 20 years since we've been apart anyway, mm -hmm. but it's, we can own up to something and go okay we you know we just were oil and water we didn't work we right. can also look at a situation with our work this you know okay this was paying a good job but i just the cost of what it's doing for me is, is too expensive you know compared mm -hmm. to the money i'm earning mm -hmm. uh, the friendships that i have are so toxic it's affecting my home life we have to stop and look at certain points what's affecting us and why are we still in it because mm -hmm. it's okay to change. It's definitely okay to change. And I love what you said there about your ex-husband, that your relationship, his relationship with the children is different than your relationship with him was. You know, the same thing, my children, their biological father was out of the picture when mine were one, two, and I was pregnant. And um, they don't really remember him. And he signed over his parental rights pretty much right away to, to my husband now. But when they asked me, mommy, why were you with him? Cause he abused me after we lost the son. He, he emotionally and mentally abused me. And I tell them the same thing. I was with him to have you. Yes. I was with him and they don't hundred percent. They're still a bit young. So they don't hundred percent grasp that, but they will one day, they will see that there was a purpose. If I hadn't been with him and it, I wouldn't have them today. And um, what a gift they are. These are my three. This is <gasps> My oh daughter's my wedding, the, the ring is causing a bit of a thing. There's the one in the middle that is getting married there. Oh, and and I have a wonderful relationship with, with, my, with my kids. And it's not an apple pie relationship. You know, it's, um, they recognize mom's different. They've also, mm -hmm. the, the woman that brought them up is very different to the woman I am today. The heart mm -hmm. is still the same. Mm -hmm. The philosophy is still the same, but I have placed more importance upon myself and mm -hmm. less the bad person and so for the girls where at first it was my oldest daughter especially was in abusive relationships for a mm -hmm. while because that's what she knew you mm -hmm. know as she saw me become more empowered in myself and become more my ownership right and and not mm -hmm. submissing it gave her more empowerment to be herself mm -hmm. so we've got to we've got to understand that being selfish in our own recovery Mm -hmm. is a reflection for your children to understand how important it is for you to so place true. that time upon yourself so and the true. standard and boundaries that you have for yourself in your life so they can learn where their boundaries are. Yes, I love that. They definitely watch your growth. They definitely do. When you say you're not the same woman, you're different. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you've grown. My son, a few weeks ago, he said, Mommy, you, you're more beautiful. I've never seen you so happy. My little daughter's like, this girl's on fire. And was playing the meeting that this girl is on fire. But they see that. Yes. They know that mommy's changed. I've never been happier. And my children see that, yes. you know? Yes. They see that I've grown. They see that I've changed. Yeah. And that's okay. It's a great thing to grow and change. Absolutely. And look at the investment that you've now made in the children because you invested in yourself. Your yes. cup runneth over. It does. It right? does. And it all that. Does. 
self-love and love of life and love of meaningful purpose. It's all being abundant in you, running over and just trickling all over them. And it's like, you know, I, you know, uh, when Harry met Sally, I'll have what she's having. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, if mom's this happy, I, I've clearly got to do what mom, you know, I've got to listen to mom because I want to mm -hmm. be that happy. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what, that is my wish for my children. That is my wish that they can see mommy has been through quite a bit, but it, it's okay. She's yeah. healed from it and she is stronger because of it. I mean, I'm single, have been for a very long time. And my kids, you know, mom, you need someone in your life. And I say, I don't need. No, I'm very I love happy. I am very happy being with <laughs> myself. I would like someone in my life. It, mm -hmm. You know, that would be very nice, but not at the cost of me. Yeah. Being I used to think that, for, right? I'm happy used, to be with myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I used to think that for a long time, I thought I needed my yeah. husband. I love my husband. I want my husband. He makes me a better woman, but I don't need it. No. The only thing I need, I am a, I'm a firm believer. So I need God, but do yes. I need a man? I want a man. It yes. makes me happy, but it's not a need. Yes. And I think when, you know, when you are less needy in life over anything, you're more appreciative of what you actually do have. And, you know, you, you know, for yourself, you do not have 24 seven with your husband, but when mm -hmm. you do have that time together, oh, it is so, just much, more so much more enriching. And yes. you know, this is, this is one thing that COVID has done where it's, uh, some people have made it and some people haven't suddenly they're mm -hmm. all under one roof. You know, mm -hmm. schooling the kids, working from home, um, having to be together 24-7. And it's made some marriages and it's broken some others up because they right. part-time husbands or part-time wives. They weren't full-time. Right. And the full-time doesn't mean you have to be full-time with each other. Is this the right. commitment of being with each other is full-time, but it doesn't so are with each other all the time. Right. There's been some goodness from it. You know, I would say I was telling my husband when we were back in DC, the neighbors, you know, they were all home. He started riding his bike. Hello? Yeah, yeah, Are you there? Yeah, get your okay. bike. There we go. <laughs> he started riding his bike with his daughter. He's built a tree house for her. one thing that we implemented as, a, as movie nights every Friday night as a family. There is total goodness. That's yes. another thing. If you can look at the goodness of it. Yeah you'll be so much happier. Yes. So much happier. Yes. Life is about joy. Somewhere along this line, this doctrine came on of that life is about suffering. Yes, it's about struggle. Because if we didn't struggle, we wouldn't appreciate what we have. We wouldn't value Amen. it and we wouldn't look after it, nurture it. Yes, we're meant to have the struggles to discover how strong and, and our abilities and our courage. All of that is an enhancement of ourselves. But this sacrifice of self right. is, again, very often a religious male doctrine that you have to sacrifice yourself, which I totally disagree with. You know, mm -hmm. um, um, my God is of love and loves anybody black white pink yellow polka dot gay mm -hmm. straight whatever mm -hmm. the case is mm -hmm. it's the heart and soul of a person the so character true. of a person not the encasing not the choices mm -hmm. you know sexual mm -hmm. choices or political choices mm -hmm. and if we could look at each other's hearts and souls and celebrate mm -hmm. those what a beautiful yeah. world we would be in so beautiful. So beautiful. I, I believe that everything I had, you could, if you could see it, I've got love everywhere. It's written yeah. everywhere because it's such a beautiful thing to just love, love, mm. love. I mean, I, I love love. Yes. It makes the world so different and so much happier. Why are we not all loving each other? Why is it a competition? Why is it, mm. you know, 
why I don't, that's something I just won't ever stand, understand because love is such a more beautiful thing. You should love everything. And if you don't love it, then go to the next because yes. that's okay too. Don't feed the hate. We're seeing so much hate rhetoric out there. Mm -hmm. Where is that hate coming uh -huh. from? It's coming from fear, right? Because a lack of education of understanding oh, differences. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's coming from insecurity where people uh -huh. do not feel secure in themselves. So therefore they have to hate someone to justify who they are. Uh, and it's also an easy cop out. Yep. To love yourself and love your fellow man and to love other people is very, very important. It's a vibration that begets a vibration. So does hate. It takes more energy to hate. It so does. And it, it zaps so you. It depletes you. It destroys you. Yes. Love propels you. It's always creative. It's always growing. It's always lifting you up. Which one do you mm -hmm. want to feed? Right. That's true. And if you think about that, if you're going through something with a friend or there's somebody that's negative and pulling you down, why do you want to have that? Why do you want that? Like that's yeah. not, no, it doesn't feel good. It no. just doesn't feel good. No. Now, I, I had a friend that used to call me all the time every week for about an hour and a half. And it would start off with, I'm going to jump off the bridge. And then the next hour and a half, it would be the moan and groan about everything. And then one day, and she said, you know, not even how are you, Sarah, or anything. I'm going to jump off the bridge. And I just said, okay, tell me which bridge. <gasps> and she goes, what? And I said, look, you call me every week. Nothing I am saying to you has obviously worked. You're hell-bent on jumping off a bridge. Tell me which one it is so we can retrieve the body. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I'm tired of hearing about it. You've yeah. got to understand what if you don't like where your life is at, the only person that can change it is you. Is you. Yep. I hear you. The only yeah, person that can jump off any you. bridge. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think that's just another, it sounds like a bit of a bit of an attention seeker. Yes, definitely. Sorry. You yeah. know, I, cause I bet when you said, where are you going to jump? She has, I don't know. I didn't thought about that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know that my mom taught me, and it took me a long time to really understand what she was saying. The value you put on yourself is the value you're taken for. And I used to put a value on myself of what I thought people wanted me to be instead mm -hmm. of a value on myself of who I really am and that I'm enough. Mm -hmm. Took me mm -hmm. many, 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 many years to understand that. And that goes for everything we do in life. Where mm -hmm. is the value in it? And I'm not talking dollars and cents. I'm right. talking heart and consciousness and contribution, service. I'm talking about that. Yeah, I lived for a long time just being that military spouse that mm. I thought everybody wanted to see. Yeah. You had to wear the little blazers. You had to look like this. You couldn't get tattoos. You don't have any piercings. And we moved to Florida. And after I took this last year to just find myself, I mean, I went out to Sedona for a while and just completely let go, let God, it is finished. Mm -hmm. I came back, got three new tattoos, got my new nose pierced, <laughs> and I'm so much more happy. Wear whatever I want to wear. I don't have to wear a dress all the time. If I want a tattoo, I'm getting a tattoo, you know? Yeah, I've got one right here, but my daughter's designed. It's two oh, butterflies cool. forming one butterfly, and it's oh, forming the, the eggs. In Celtic runes, the eggs means gifu, or gibu, depending where you'd think, and it is a gift of oh. partnership. So my gift of partnership is with my children, right? I and love that. That That's represents that. And, you know, I'm tired of people telling me what I 
can and can't do. Exactly. You yep. know, it's I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm somebody's strong cup of black coffee. I love which, that you, you know, that. that's it's okay. So it's okay. Right. You don't have to be everyone's no. cup of tea. Do what makes you happy. You're exactly. not going to be friends with everyone in the world. You're not going to have a million likes on Facebook. Who cares? Exactly. Don't be you. Do yeah. what makes you happy. Yeah. I get this with the shows. Well, how many followers? You've got to have at least 5,000 followers. I said, if one person listens to the show and it pivots one person into a new direction, hallelujah. That's right? exactly what I think. It's I love not, that. We're putting this show out. If it inspires someone and invites them to shift their perspective, shift in a different direction that's better for them, we've done our job. But all exactly. we can do is put it out there and be invitational, be inspirational. Amen. It's up to the person listening as to what they're going to do with it. Right. So true. You know, I'm a firm believer that you have to be ready. You have to be ready to get help. You have to be ready to change. You have to be ready to be happy. You have to be ready because if you're not, you're not going to do it. You know, you yeah. just have to be ready for that. You put out a posting, which I loved and I've snatched and I've put on your show posting here because I loved it. It's a beautiful, big smiley face. And you say, let's pray together. Let's be together. Let's above all, let's do the hard life together while we are holding hands, singing praise and root for each other. It's so goddamn simple. It is so, so simple. simple. You know, but, but it is like, why do we choose to make life so complex? Why? I have no clue. I can't answer that for you. I have no clue because it's so simple. It's so easy. It really is. And it's not worth it to make it all difficult. And no. it's just not worth it. No. And you know, that means saying no more often. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, Absolutely. no, sorry, I don't have time or I don't wish to do mm -hmm. that. Thank you very much. Saying yes to what you really do want to do. Right. And right. not, not letting yourself or someone else talk you out of it. Right. Yeah. Which is important. Uh, those boundaries are not borders. Right. We don't That's have borders in the, in the universal energy and God's love. We have no borders, but we do have boundaries and the boundaries are a frequency and a vibration of love. Yeah. The higher that frequency, the more there is that love in truth. So those boundaries are there of what you will and will not do or whom you will do it with. And that is your own um, self-worth and standard you're putting up on yourself. Right. So, so true. I used to feel so bad to tell somebody no. It was yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, yes to everything. Mm -hmm. You too? Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, why am I doing this? I know. I can't give them my best because I'm exhausted. Or I want to spend this day with my kids, not, you know, going to grab coffee. And that's okay. Yes. That's really okay. Yes, it is. And, you know, the, the, the Don Runes Four Agreements, which I'm offering, referring to, speak your word with integrity, mm -hmm. right? Um, do not assume. Ask right? Don't take things personally. They're imposing upon you from their perspective. That doesn't mean it's a reflection on you. And sure. simply do your best measured by what you deem is your best, not yep. somebody else's standard. So true. Love that. Love that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Four easy codes to live by. And if we do that, if we live by a code and a philosophy and it's based in love, there yep. is only one way to go, and that is up. Up, 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 up. Yeah. That's what I say all the time. If I've had a bad day yesterday, it can only go up from there. Exactly. <laughs> and it's okay to have a bad day. I mean, what you've been doing oh, okay. with your videos is permission to have a bad day. 
Yep. You know, you were saying that the day is drawing near. It doesn't matter how long ago it was. You never get over losing never. a child, but you have managed to get through it. And yes. that is the difference. And, you know, the alcoholism for you to say, I'm alcoholic. I, I had a guy on that was a highly successful businessman and it ended up him getting into the cocaine and the heroin because he just made money and he was in that circle. And it took him being in jail, talking to a humble man who said the right things to him at the right time that changed his life around completely. But then what he did, he brought out a law of anti-stigma so that you could not stigmatize against people who were being alcoholic or drug addicts. And he also set up a foundation, the Ryan's Fund, to support children of addictive parents. You see, if out of every struggle, there is some beautiful nugget that comes out that serves yeah. others. And yeah. because of your struggles, that's what you're doing now with your lighthouse spirituality. You're being able to pass on that nugget. Yes. It is my, it's been my dream to be that lighthouse for others, to show yeah. them the way, to show them the light that you can get through the struggles. Like I said, get to the other side and you're going to be okay. And it's perfectly okay to ask for help. We should yes. not be doing it alone. We should not be doing no. it alone. That's why God created all these people so we could be there for each other. Yes. He, he could have achieved, you know, with one person, if, if that was the case, you know, right. we're here as a village to support one another yeah. and make it that village, village as strong as it possible. A village. It does. It most certainly does. So what are your programs that you do? How, what, um, what's the process? Some of the things, the things I do. Yes. In the lighthouse. I do. I do retreats for women or I have six women. We get together. We spend a long weekend together and we talk about the things that we've been through and I help them work through those things. I also do one-on-one -on -one counseling. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna 2 Reiki master. So I also do Reiki energy healing. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a book that's going to be coming out. Yay. It's just this goodness. Thank you. It's just goodness to just help others. That's all yeah. I want to do. Yeah. That's all I want to do is help others. So I, whatever it takes, I will do it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, people don't understand um, the power of a conversation. A, it is, I am willing to hear your story. B, it's permission for you to share your story. However mm -hmm. painful it is, no matter what it is. And also, I am here for you to support your story. Yes. And that is so healing, isn't it? Yes, so healing, so healing. You know, life is really about relationships. And when you can build those relationships, that's where you you can help. You can yeah. help people when you're building those. Yeah. Sorry, my, this is from my daughter's baby shower, which we did oh, online and I can't get rid of it. And in every show, it's like, this must be the you know, I've got a positive <laughs> rainbow there. So, I we, love the rainbow. Right. Yep. There it is gone. So there it's always flashed in and it's, uh, it's, I think it's my grandson kind of letting me know I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but it's, it's got a positive rainbow there. And I think, you know, if we want to know how to tap into joy, watch our animals, watch our children, get out in nature, hear the birds sing, feel the wind in your hair, the, the ocean against the water or the rivers, yes. um, be out in the rain and let it wash away your world. Yes. You know, there is always something. But what always you've got something. to do is step out of yourself or your excuse, as your excuse yes. was the bottle, right? Mm -hmm. Step was. out of that and know what you need to do in place of that that's going to be more healing and rejuvenating. So true. I'm, you know, I say very often, keep spreading that joy, love, and laughter. That's what everybody needs. And that's, that can only bring true happiness. And it's yeah. so important to find happiness. And it's not hard. Don't overthink it. 
Yeah, I know. Keep it simple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we complicate things so much? Keep I don't know. I mean, that's what I say. Look at a dog with a stick or a ball. That tail is wagging. They're so happy. A cat, you know, we're chasing a ball of wool or something around a child who's giggling over something silly, right? Yeah. I mean, they're just in simple joy. Why? What is this thing about you've grown up and you've grown out of joy? Bulldog, so you know? Yeah. yeah. Play silly buggers. Go and do something idiotic. Be silly. You know, yes. with my kids, we'll run out if it's raining on the beach. Let's go run in the rain. Yeah. Let's make that memory. Yes. That's what life's about. Yeah. Be happy. Find yeah. the joy. Yeah. Singing in the rain. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I do that too. <laughs> I, well, when my kids and I, we used to put on uh, Queen, you know, we are the champions of this or that. And oh, we'll that's a good one. Sing and dance at the top of our voices and let it out. Yeah. And, and of course, if, if I really wanted to irritate them, I'd start singing opera and it'd be anything to shut me up. <laughs> 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 the thing is, um, even in our discipline, even in our, our discipline of our own lives, we can still be, you know, joyful. We could still be, you know, from the heart. We could still love life. Doesn't mean, you know, it's delivered as COVID right now, economic stress, you know, political stress. Yes, that's all out there. Mm -hmm. But what are you, what are we going to do about it? What we can do about the COVID is use our common sense. Mm -hmm. right? Wash hands, yeah. wear a mask, be considerate of someone else. We will get through this. We will. We will. Together in respect of one another. And to look at what is the gift in it. And no, I'm not, you know, for people who have lost their lives or lost their loved ones, there's no gift. There is always something to, to be had from it, but that's a journey of their own. But what is the yeah. gift for us? It was a time to stop and to review. Yes. To, to renew, to look at what's needed right now. How yeah. can we pivot ourselves to take a breath and just yes. breathe? Yes. Just breathe. Yes. Yeah. And you know, are you homeschooling your kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I no, there you is know, because I mean, certainly parents had a far bigger appreciation of teachers. You yeah, know, after I know, the lockdown. I, you know, a lot of my friends back in DC, they haven't gone back into school. They are still teaching from home. But when I was up there, we did it about five or six months and Oh, yeah, I was like, let's move now. I'm yes. ready to move. Let's move to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Mom needs a Shirley Temple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> big one. <laughs> a big one. <laughs> um, you know, what makes you happy that isn't self-destructive, right? And if we're turning to the alcohol, we're turning to the drugs, we're turning to the chocolate overload, uh, Netflix overload, any of that, it is in place of dealing with with what's wrong yes. and what we have to do is face what's wrong and we have the ability we have the courage we have the strength and you've got the people like yourself to help people through it yes so we don't have an excuse nope no excuses no excuses there are too many of us that do care like yes. you and i there's too many yes. of us out there that want to help that want to guide that want to help lead yes. there's too many of us yes Come and join us. Our vibration come, is a good, come. good, good vibration, right? Let's do it together. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. That's the frequency that we're talking about, right? Getting yes. on the same wavelength and, and enjoying that beautiful rhythm of life because life is yes. a rhythm. It's also an algorithm. So, you mm -hmm. know, the algorithm is going, to, is going to give you what you feed. 
So take a good look at what you're feeding. Are you feeding the sorrow? Are you feeding the hate? Are you feeding the pain? You're yeah. not ignoring it by stop feeding it. You're feeding yes. the solution. Very true. Very true. It's just ways to be able to get through it, make meaning out of it, and then what to do with it, right? Yep. There, and, you know, you, you, you do it, say a good point that you do have to work through it. You mm. do have to feel the emotions, whatever it, that you're going through. Um, but the moment you start doing that, the moment you start healing, it's the moment you start healing and feeling better. Yes. So let's give everybody your, your website, your social media links and how people can get hold of you and what you're offering now. Okay, so my website is um, spirituallighthousehealing.com. That's the best way to get a hold of me. You can look me up on Facebook with Nicole Gebhardt Heels. Let's see, what else did I say? Can you spell you? that, um, love, for people who don't know how to spell your name? Oh, yep, yeah. Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, Gebhardt, G-E-B-H-A-R-D-T. Um, and then Spiritual Lighthouse Healing and Guidance is my Instagram and Facebook pages. And your LinkedIn is near. Uh, it's Nicole Gephardt Heels. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, right. Yes, Nicole Gephardt Heels. And, you know, you're putting up those videos. You're inviting conversation. You know, if, by you being open and honest, it's inviting other people to be honest as well. Please, there is no shame in your pain. No None. shame in your pain. But share that pain. You know, don't, don't dwell and wallow in it. You know, it is right. like, this is what you're going through. How can we help you go through it? Right. 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 You know, I, I, like I said, it, we are all in this together. You're not alone. No, no one is alone. And it's perfectly okay to ask for help because yes. so many people want to help. Yes. We're not alone. You know, mm -hmm. God universe is with us. We are with each other. Um, have I still got you? So if there again, case in point, phone died, you changed it over to the computer. We had an interruption for a moment. It wasn't the end of the world. <laughs> no, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> and, and I think that's the thing. It's like, let's lighten up. Let's lighten yes. up as human beings. You know, this whole thing about, again, needing to be perfect or live up to expectations is what's causing us to be so wound up. That's and, so and stressed, right? Let you it know, go. I can think about my phone just dying. I can start crying, but no, that's just—it's life. It's it life, happens. exactly. And it's one of the reasons I don't do live shows. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One learns. I did them thirteen months. I learned. <laughs> we are adjustable. We are adaptable. We are adoptable. You know, it is all a question of. What are we going to feed? What is our attitude going to be? What are we grateful for? If we, as you said, waking up every day with what you're grateful for changes your frequency, your vibration, and you will go through that day on that vibe. It really is. And you, if you start a day like that, other things can happen, but you look at it in a different perspective. Yes. It's not just like, oh, my walls are crumbling down. Yeah. It's raining outside. It's, oh, the plants are getting watered. Yes. I'm so grateful for the rain. Yes. It's really easy to do. Right. And, you know, when you have those dark gray dull days and you just don't feel going out there, then, you know, like yesterday, um, I just sat down and wrote two articles and then did two shows on it for the next couple of weeks. It's less like it, you know, a pause in your life doesn't mean an ending. It just means right. an opportunity yep. to do something else in that moment. Yeah. If I have a hard day, my husband is very clear. He said, the sun will come up tomorrow. Yeah. There's always a new day. There's always yes. a new sunrise. Exactly. And whether it comes up tomorrow or not, the sun can come up within your heart. You can bring the yeah, sunshine to other beautiful. people. 
right? So true. Yeah. You're courageous. You're fun. Thank you. You're you're loving. You're you're exuberant and illuminating. So keep on shining bright. Uh, You're speaking for so many people, whether they've lost a child or whether it wasn't alcoholism, it was some other form of addiction. It's the relatability of the struggle that you went through that you still go through but Mm -hmm. that struggle doesn't cripple you anymore Mm -hmm. right you are empowered by the struggle now in being who you are why you are what you're doing and you can stand tall in it now and they people need to remember your struggle does not define you no not define you no it doesn't it's a process you're going through Mm -hmm. that's all it is it is it is just be willing to constantly walk forward and you take with you the beautiful memories. Yeah. You take with you uh, uh, all the skills and tools that you've learned from others along the way. And you apply them when necessary. But be willing to walk forward. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for coming to share with us. It's Me. been a absolute delight to have you here um you're a joy there's a couple of people i want to introduce you to that actually are veterans and and one of the beautiful things they've done is they do retreats for spouses for when a vet you know the soldier comes back and it's like well who are you now yeah you know and the struggle that you know the the other spouse has gone through while they're away and they do these wonderful retreats and uh, and they had to do it for going through what they needed in order to stay alive you know in themselves so i definitely need to in- introduce you to them and uh, you know it's thank you to your husband for his service uh, i'm one that i will always feed love over war and i think that um, you know the the less war we have, the more love we will have and the more creativity and productivity that we will have, right? And the soldier's role will change. So let's be there for each other. It's as easy as that. Yeah. It's as easy as that. Yes, yes. And don't forget, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say yes to yourself. It's okay to look in the mirror and go, yes, you're beautiful. Oh, yes. you know, I, I just, you're so courageous. You got through that day. It's okay to say that to yourself. Yes. And it's perfectly okay. You need to take, you need to do self-care yes. you need to do things for yourself because that's what makes you a better person, a happier person. Yeah. Yes. And the happier you are, the more joy you bring to others and the more that ripple effect of joy goes joy out. Comes to your own life. Yes. Be the symphony that ignites people. Right. So. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole. It's been an absolute delight having you here today. And remember, folks, we can all get through it if we're willing to. If we're willing to look and say, I don't want to stay in this pain. I don't want to stay in this sorrow. It was here for a reason. Now, how do I move through, go through the process of recovery? It doesn't mean you forget, but it does mean you're no longer a victim of. Right. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.